It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely in Topic. We're back with another episode just in time for the holidays. Of course, we are a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. And I'm starting to get a little shaky because I've thought about the last introduction that we did that was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I can't make it perfect because I had to remember that. Anyway, I am VA and I am here with Jeff. Hello, hello, hello. And Nick. Hi, y'all. And the episode that I most wanted Tim to be here for, he cannot be because he, that terrible storm that rolled through town today or rolled through the, the uh, Northeast is now making his life inconvenient up in, in Maine. No power, no internet, obviously. So I said Tim. the storm's pretty wild here. I'm surprised we haven't had any flickers, to be honest. Right. So <laughs> I think, I think you mean the entire East coast. Um, we got uh 30 to 40 morale. 30 to 40 mile per hour winds right now oh yeah we had some hurricane yeah. force winds yeah i was i was shocked I'd like i would check my weather station but i don't think it does the wind the wind right because like sometimes i maybe just put it in a bad spot yeah listeners if you're in the north carolina mountains i hope well you're not listening to it this right now because we're recording it but stay inside it's you got a wind advisory knock over your subaru Make sure you're wearing your comfy shoes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Okay. So um, Mandy and Kate and I are going to go see this comedian next month uh, named Kristen Key. She's hilarious. She's very fun. She does stuff off the cuff too, because she likes to interact with the audience. But she basically, her tour is called the Lesbian Army Tour. And I'm like, okay, I'm here for it. Right. <clears throat> And she has the lesbian lesbian national anthem, and it's like, you know, it's going through the whole thing. I'm like, oh, I am a lesbian. <laughs> I mean, I'm really a lesbian, except for like one key thing. But you know, and you know what? You never know. Mm. I I I'm not saying I'm not open to it. It could happen at some point. So <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I don't consider myself straight. I have called myself queer before. So who knows? But anyway, I just like uh, I sit there and I'm like, yeah, those shoes, the shoes that she showed. I'm like, those are my shoes. I literally have those shoes. I have owned more than one Subaru. And the only reason why we don't own Subarus right now is because we had terrible luck with the two Subarus we had. Uh, so, um, yeah, we, uh, we hate we kind of hate the Outback. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the cross track's great, but that's because it's the, cause just an impressive with a with a beefier suspension and extra body paneling. But uh, so the cross track's a great little car, but but the the Outback they just like they cut a t- they cut a lot of corners in weird ways, and it's just such a boat without actually being big enough to justify its boatness. Yeah, out the mm. so- outside it looks incredibly huge, and I don't. Oh, no, but know it also it drives boatish, like it, it's got awkward corners and stuff. And it used to not be like that. The the, the Outback yeah. used to be a, a comfortable car and easy to drive. You the know? Outback used to be a, is the Cross Trek is basically what the Outback kind of used to be. I kind of because the Cross Trek is the successor to the Outback Sport, which was also built on an Impreza, right? Because well, the Outback versus the Outback Sport were were um uh, were, were were different chassis. The um mm-hmm. uh, Outback being on a um. Uh, uh, what's their their bigger line vehicle? Uh, shit. A Forcer? No, no, they're, they're bigger line. Um, uh, sedan. Um, not the Impreza. Uh, their other Impreza, one. Um, oh, oh, oh. Legacy. Oh. Uh, built on the Legacy wagon platform. It was the Legacy wagon platform, versus the um, Outback Sport was the was a completely different car because it was the Impreza wag. It was the Impreza wagon platform. That one got that got turfed and got replaced by the Crosstrek as a as a different vehicle. Whereas the, whereas the Outback isn't really based on a, another chassis anymore because there is no more legacy wagon and the Outback got bigger and turned and got and stopped being a sport wagon and turned into a true crossover. And it's just kind of eh. 
So what you're saying is there's no more legacy for the legacy. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, it, 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 it sucks. But like, you know, Subaru does take their, their flagship, you know, the, 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 they take their the, the line with the Impreza's. Um, seriously, it's a good little car. But yeah, there's... Ugh. It's it's confusing. Uh, switching over to Jap- another Japanese manufacturer, when people have asked me, Nick, I want a Gen 3 4Runner, but kind of want a modernized version. Should I just get a modern 4Runner? I'm like, no, get a RAV4. <laughs> They're the same size as a Gen 3 4Runner. That's what I have. Yep. Totally affordable. Yeah. And we've not had any problems with it. Of course, we've only, I think we just got to 60,000 miles on it. Oh, it's it's a baby. And, and it's a 2015. Mm-hmm. So that's a good, I mean, because that just shows you how much we drive the Prius. Yeah. So oh, yeah. like how these things evolve is interesting too. Cause like my 98 Explorer, actually Mercury Mountaineer, but whatever, um, the thing drove like a truck. It had a five liter V8 beast of an engine in it. Was it was in a, it was you know it was a trip. I referred to it as my truck because it's how it drove, right? And then more recent ones are practically a practically a goddamn minivan. It's really weird what they did to the Explorer over time. Yeah, <laughs> like it was a truck, and then you dropped. You're barely even qualified to still be a crossover now. This is this is a freaking minivan. <laughs> yeah, the, that's. The modern day SUV is you got to have that third row for the kids like a minivan back in the day. I wonder. Wow. We're barely on topic today. Um, I was just going to talk about the Bruins yet. Yes. (laughs) You've been listening to car talk (laughs) with with click and clack. Um, (laughs) So uh, I mean, I, I wonder if SUVs and crossovers 20 years from now will be viewed as something, you know, Oh, my parents drove those. I don't want one of those almost making wagons and minivans, the more sexy pick for a, a big spacious vehicle. Anyway. Well, you know, what's really interesting is that I, I have a RAV4. My sister has uh, the Honda HR something. I think, yeah, HBR, yeah. I don't know what it's called. Her car is smaller than mine. Oh. It's it's like, it's a little bit lower to the ground, and it's just smaller in, like, cargo size and everything. You know, the, the front back seat stuff, I think, is comparable. But she's like, she just sits there, and she's like, oh, I wish I had gone for the bigger car. Uh, I guess she's a... Everybody in my family is a little different. I guess she's a Honda person. I don't like Hondas. Uh mm. I'm a Toyota gal and I'm excited. We're finally going to get our Prius next month. Ooh, they built it for us in Japan. It's going to be on the boat soon. (laughs) Uh, And it's, um, yeah, it's all wheel drive. It's an all wheel drive Prius. That's actually pretty sweet. It is. It is. You compromise a little bit on the mileage, (laughs) not that much, but a little bit. It still gets great mileage, but it's going to be all-wheel drive. And if you've you both have seen my driveway, you'll appreciate the all-wheel drive. Yes, yes, we will. Yeah. We will appreciate that. So well, I'm very the excited. Problem we have is we look up, we look to move on from the from the outback, right? Yeah, this is uh, uh, the volume and all-wheel drive, while also not being like seventy thousand dollars, is kind of a hard spot to find. Right, right, but. You know what? When you told me that the Sienna was all-wheel drive, I was like, okay, that's cooler. Because if it's going to be a minivan, it's it's fine. I, I think the Sienna I is like... I don't think that's the direction we're ending. We're likely to go at this point. Um, oh. Julie's, Julie's father got involved and he's got opinions and apparently he's uh, decided that one of the days when they're here, which of course starts tomorrow, that, oh. that, that he's taking Julie and I to Halifax to go car shopping because apparently almost anything would have to be ordered for months and months and months. <laughs> Yeah, especially Toyota, I will tell you. Yeah, um, yeah, the Toyota lot in, in Truro just straight up doesn't have any vehicles on the lot. Wow. <clears throat> well, I mean, like, like, like it has this gigantic lot, and it maybe like 20 percent of the lots full of car it has cars in it. Yep. 
It's like a comical. It's very just. It's, it's like between like the shop, the the the, the box store strip, and in downtown. It's in a real prime location. Just absolute waste real estate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's the same thing in our local dealership, and uh, you know we've been trying to get a car since July, and I even almost was about to tell our guy because we told him we were patient, and I, I was about to tell the guy like, hey. We'll just get whatever color and we'll just go get it painted. I mean, at this point, you know, it, because I saw in the Boston area, there are the all wheel drives. But I was just like, Glenn's like really against the white or the silver. So uh, I'm like, we can just always go and get it painted. I, silver I just you can care. get by, but like everything's silver and white's just all, white cars just always look dirty. White and black are both trouble. Yeah, I, I got a black car. It's awful. <laughs> White's and and and, in the, and when you live in Nor in more particularly in places where there's winter, white cars are gross. Oh, they turn <laughs> yeah. They're like a white dog. They're like a white dog that you're not you're not washing off enough. Like you see Samoya that isn't quite isn't isn't kept quite clean enough, so it's bottom half slightly yellow colored. Yeah, yeah. I've like lived that. that life because we had a Samoya. At yeah. one point, yeah, our our neighbors Samoya they they babied that thing so much so so Luna never had that problem. Oh, Luna, Luna practically looked like a looked like a like a show dog, but 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 she wasn't. Our had had papers. Ooh. And then my brother got him fixed, which means nothing after that. The papers are worthless. Oh uh, yeah. Because he's he can't be a show dog and he can't be a stud. So, anyway, um, um rest in peace, Sparky. Yep. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. We should probably get into talking about the Bruins. I mean, honestly, there are times where I'd rather talk about cars, you know, but uh, we should talk about the Bruins. So we're going to do that. So today word broke about the immediate future of one Matty Potts, Matt Potra. I know how to say his name. I don't want to say it, but I know how to say it anyway. So, Jeff, would you like to tell us what's going to happen with him? So he is being lent to um, uh, Team Canada to go to play for the uh, for the World Junior under twenties. I mean, which is interesting to me. I didn't I didn't think that the team was realistically considering this. You would think, with their already um, lack of depth at center, that they would say, "Hey, maybe we won't do this." But but I'm thinking in terms of what they said is the scratch, the healthy scratches were about load management. And but then he's like, going to go play a bunch of tournament games. And the tournament, well, he's going to play a lot of games in the turn in, in the tournament, just in the um, uh, in, in the tournament stage, in the round robin, let alone the uh, the tournament round. It's a pretty dense schedule. Could it just be the Bruins are being nice? That's kind of what it sounds like a bit now. Some of stuff leaked out over the course of today, but it's an interesting choice nonetheless. <clears throat> I mean, well, apparently, I saw something. I don't. I can't. I can't source it. Remember, I saw someone had it. One of the media folk had it on Twitter. That yeah, this was a request from from from, from Patras's camp. Hmm. Which is interesting. Didn't watch the video from the tweet, but uh, it did say that. He kind of imagined that he was going to go back to Guelph, play there, then play in the tournament. And and then so he's like, it didn't exactly work out that way that he would be in Guelph, uh, but he's happy to be going to the tournament. Also, for what it's worth, he's had a lot of reason in the last two weeks to sort of not be having fun at the moment. Mm. Very short leash benchings, the two, two scratches like. I'm not even criticizing the technique. I'm just like, you know what? If maybe he just decided in the last week that he wanted to ask to go. So he could just have a little bit of fun and have a little room to breathe. Yeah. I think that's important because you don't want to kill his love of hockey. Yeah, I think that anyway, I, anyway, my guess is this choice on all sides came together quite late. That's what I think. Right. Because I remember there were people who were talking about it as if like, well, if he's going to do that and then today the news broke i mean so. we were people were saying five six days ago that it was pretty much cer certain the team wasn't going to which is interesting well you know what i'm i'm happy he's gonna go now you said that 
Team Canada doesn't really stand a chance. <laughs> they're not like a bad. They're not going to be a bad team, but like uh, the t- Team USA and t- Team Sweden are both very high-powered teams. And Canada currently, like people are really criticizing some roster choices Canada made in terms of leaving some really high, a few really high-end defensive players at both forward and defense behind uh, off the final roster and stuff. But what did Kyle Dubas come up with this roster? <laughs> His defense afterthought. Yeah. Just all scoring. <laughs> Just put five forwards out there on the ice and see what happens. <laughs> In fact, you know what? Take the goalie out. Put him forward there, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Six sorry. Five all game. <laughs> I'm just, I'm having a little fun. I think about Kyle Dubas and wow how he failed upward but okay sure he sees he's failed upward so he's like i mean like well you know he, he's just you know just like, okay i'll take both jobs sure <laughs> yeah well how's that working out for you pittsburgh anyway so many pots is gonna pittsburgh's is pittsburgh's a whole fun story isn't it <laughs> I the last time I looked at the standings, which was a couple of days ago, I was actually surprised that I didn't know that they were that down, that far down in the standings, and that Oof. they weren't that great. Seventh wild card position. That's not they're good. True, they, 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 they're at fake five hundred, so that's bad. Like being an actual five 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 hundred uh, win percent my uh, win percentage or points percentage. No NHL is not good. Yeah, they're they're 13, 13, and three. Uh, you, yeah, that's not good. No, no, it's not good. They've only won two more games than the. They've only won won two more games than the Sens. Three more than Columbus. And the Senators just got rid of their coach, which, you know, they've been calling for that for a while. So. Yeah, I like you. Got to think. I think there's no way they don't that Sullivan doesn't get fired very shortly, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's a good thing he paid for that wedding this summer, then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he still gets paid. He's got, oh. he's got quite a bit of contract. He gets paid unless, uh, usually the term, unless he signs it on his coach somewhere else, and then which point then. That's why they always say relieved of their coaching duties. Instead of saying fired. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I didn't realize that. I just thought they were just being polite about it. <laughs> that too that too but i mean ten- like but like you say that but then remember how the how florida fired gerard gallant my god they didn't even give him a ride to the airport <laughs> like yeah like 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 at least pay for his fucking uber <laughs> god damn that it was it was freaking cold uh, it, was a, it was in north carolina yeah yeah it was after a, the uh, canes game so they do have cabs down there right and they we do, do. Have, yeah, and they we do have ride shares. Yeah, or, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Especially in Raleigh, All after right. a after a hockey game. <laughs> yeah, that was cold, really, really cold. But anyway, you hate to see it happen to a team like Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not going to bite us in the ass sometime. I'm like, no, it's it's. it's it's, we get to hide from the fact that we're a team that's on whose timelines on life support by pointing at the other one who's who the life supports who, whose life support has all the bells and whistles going off at once right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're coding. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So okay, let's go back to our primary focus, <laughs> not cars, but the Bruins. <laughs> this week was, I, I'm not going to get into all the, the games from way before. I'm sorry that we didn't record last week. It's just right now, it's just hard to get everybody together. So when we do get everybody together, we record. So there we go. And I honestly and then don't. Tim's internet went down. And then Tim's <laughs> winter internet went down. Winternet. 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 Ah! Uh, his his internet went down and that's terrible and i'm so sad because this was the week that morgan geeky like he got his switch turned on it was put in the up position he was turned on 
<laughs> Morgan Geeky has been activated. He has been activated. That's the word I was looking for, but I was just sitting there like I'm just using all the words and then I'm thinking of all the words that are <laughs> that could be synonymous with erect. So anyway. <laughs> Morgan yes. Geeky is turgid. Is <laughs> <laughs> tumescent. <laughs> Morgan Geeky got a hard on. <laughs> oh, was that too direct? <laughs> <laughs> well, with the absence of of uh, Zaka, you know, he needed to be pushed up in the lineup. So he took that assignment very seriously. And there were a couple of games where he was on a terror. Like, he was the only guy who scored in uh what game was that? Uh the game against the uh the Devils. I think he yes. was the only scorer. Yeah. So I mean that was great. That I I'd love to see it. I wish other people could have done more, and that was a really tough game for them. But you know, I'm glad that uh Kiki had himself a game. And then he continued to have himself some time, which was fun. Oh, I forgot. I'm looking at the app that you can't look at past things because only the future exists on the NHL app. There shall oh, there shall be a unidirectional flow of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I I didn't write anything down today. I I was without internet and power for a while, and then after that, I had to do other things. But anyway, uh, so Morgan Kiki, uh, Geeky. I keep calling him Kiki. Morgan Kiki, no, Morgan Kiki was activated this week and it was beautiful to see. So very happy about that. The game against the Devils was frustrating. The Bruins and all of their penalty taking, some of which is not actually their fault. Believe it or not. Some of it is, but some of it isn't. That was frustrating. But how about that shootout win? I hate shootouts, but I, I love that shootout win against the, uh, the Islanders. That game was oh yeah. Wild. Like, like 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 Foster Next is like, nope, not getting fancy anymore. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna humiliate you. I okay. love that was his penalty shot. Yeah, yeah I'm just like it's just that is it, it is just it's so disrespectful. It's just like <laughs> it doesn't look like he's doing anything, he, but he is. He's looking down as he shoots and he's pulling the puck way behind his back. Um so, uh, it it makes no sense. Like it, you're not supposed to be able to do that. That's muscle he, memory. And he's, he's doing that for muscle memory. He scored two penalty shots on two penalty shots with that, mm -hmm. and then now in the shootout. So I love it. And um, of course, you know, before that though, can we just talk about Charlie Coyle and the shootout move that no one can guard against? Oh, you mean you mean the one where he ends up full length, horizontal, basically horizontal on the ice, stretch stretch Armstrong style, <laughs> dangling the dangling the opposite post from the one he's skating past? Yeah, <laughs> like it was just it, that guy has one move and nobody can defend against it. I mean, it's not the Forsberg that move, maybe. Yeah, yeah, because Forsberg did it in the World Juniors as <laughs> as a little kid. Yeah, I just think it's brilliant because it's just like it's one of those things that really illustrates how how very large um uh, uh, Charlie Coyle actually is too. It's just like oh oh he's a ringatan long okay. <laughs> he's a very large dude, and I'm I'm not saying that as somebody who met him this week because I did not meet him this week. You didn't, or you did. I did not. I did not. We only had time to meet uh, uh, to do three photo things. Mm -hmm. I was lucky enough. Ben invited me along to this season ticket holder event. I think he does it just to be able to laugh at me because I am such a dork. Oh, um, I like to call myself charmingly awkward. Okay, but I am awkward. So the the people took all these different pictures and there's one picture where it looks like I'm trying to slam my elbow into Brandon Carlo's face. But what I'm doing is I'm showing him my number. I'm like, look, you're, you're yeah. he's like, I know, I love it. Oh, and, and then, you know, Ben went over and made fun to, uh, fun of uh, Matt Grizzly and was like, you just keep pushing Carlo way out of the frame. Like Carlo wasn't in the frame anymore. He was being pushed out toward the corner, which was hilarious. 
And then I uh, got to see Derek Forbert, of course. Forbes. I didn't ask him about Darla. And then I got to stand between Jakob Lauko and uh, Oscar Steen. And I said to Lauko, I'm like, I tried to find some grapes for you, but I couldn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to meet Kat, uh, Kevin Shattenkirk. Uh, oh, my God. Hampus Lindholm. And I don't even remember who the other. Oh, it was Ian Mitchell. I didn't. I was just like. I'm right here. I'm not moving. <laughs> I did not do anything inappropriate. I did not really talk a lot, though, to Hampus Lindholm. So, and He's... nobody could get near the goalies. Oh my god, Lindholm's still tan. He believes in a good tan. He be- yeah. he does not believe in tattoos, but he believes in a good tan. Mm-hmm. So I would guess that he either uses a tanner or he goes tanning. I don't yeah. know. Either that or he just soaks up sun everywhere that's okay but yeah so i i i uh i was very happy to see brandon carlo again my boys to boys he's having a hell of a year i love him but i love him in a way that a mom does because this is this way i look at it right he's everything that a mom wants he's he's polite and he's sweet um and he is tall and handsome and a bruins defenseman I mean, really, every mother wants that. Every mother wants that. Mm. You know, they just they just keep on tacking on inches to him. I I said one website now has him listed as six, six. Yep. Like, is he has he grown in two inches since he entered the NHL? 20s. Yeah. (laughs) Um, well, yeah, I mean, he's pretty regularly listed at six, six. I think the Bruins website's downgraded him to six five again, but mm-hmm. sometimes on the jumbotron before the game, when he's skating, they'll do like the the various like you know, this is Brandon Carlo and the he's information. Like, yeah, he's as big as he needs to be. They they list him at six seven there, <laughs> and I'm said, like, it's like a gas. He's a big. He's as big as he needs to be. The ideal oh, Brandon. The ideal yes! Brandon Carlo law. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's do a physics joke, chemistry joke, and Brandon Carlo all in one. Yes. So the Bruins, they they won that game against the Isles. Was this the second time they played the Isles this year? Because I feel like they beat yes. the Isles pretty soundly. And then this t- this game was a little tougher for them. Uh, everyone oh, was oh, yeah, scoring. Yeah, they, they, thump, they thumped them the last time they saw them. Yeah. 5-2. Right. Now, granted... Don't have Zaka, don't have uh, McAvoy, and to a lesser extent, Derek Forbert. You know, we don't have those players playing right now. Forbert's important on the penalty kill, and Brandon Carlo's been eating up a lot of minutes there, which is fine. He's good at that, but when Carlo goes in the box, oof, it can be tough. Yeah, that, that game on Friday night was wild. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And honestly, I was just so exhausted from that game. I'm like, please, can we not play on Saturday? But they did. They played on Saturday. Thankfully, it was at night. I'm glad that the Bruins were in that game because they got thumped by the Rangers the first time this season. Uh, That was the Black Friday game, right? Or not Black Friday. It was the day after. It was also a back-to-back. Oh, yeah. Detroit and uh, yeah, it was part of the, the three losses in a row. Mm, yeah, so that was not fun. Like so, Frederick came to you know you know kick ass and chew bubble gum, and he he ran out of out of neither ass nor bubble gum. Um, actually, oh. <laughs> you know, scored a goal and fought to and he fought uh fought Jacob Truba, who you know. I like how he talked to him in the first period and was like, "Yeah, we're gonna throw down," and Truba was like, "Okay," and then Truba put no effort into that. He was just like. All right, I'll make it look like I'm throwing something, and it, the takedown yeah, was. I don't fast. know how to feel, how to interpret that. Is there? It's like it's like, like Truba just doesn't give a fuck. Is what it is. <laughs> He's just like I don't care. <laughs> like, look, he knew he got away with it. He got yeah. away with like basically swinging his stick like a baseball bat at at Frederick's head. In the I first game, he got away with something that probably should have that probably should have gotten an in-person hearing. Um. <laughs> right, and you were you were questioning that after it happened, and we, I I don't have a good answer for you. 
because Dops decided that they could only leave uh, levy a fine. Which is insane to me. Like, I mean, fuck. I mean, uh, Marty McSorley got basically got essentially expelled for the league from the from the league for doing more more or less the exact same thing. Right. <laughs> it's stupid. So you would think that you know, isn't Dops supposed to be there to to do like the the secondary punishment if they didn't deem the first one to be appropriate or um, something was missed? I mean, like Dops is fucked right now, like in general. Why? I mean, uh, it's... why? I don't know. Like they're just they 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 they're they're, they're weak wristed. They're not they're they're not covering the. the, the they're not doing a good job of policing the game. The referees are doing no better, and it's causing problems. What was it like two, two weekends ago? It was just like one stupid thing after another. Mm. The yeah, the hits to the head mm. suspensions are just in calls within games. There, yeah, it all. I think was it last Saturday or Saturday before that there was three penalties in which a player got hit to the head. All three were called differently within the game. Well, it's like you know, and even when they get punishment, like okay, you know, Perron got a got a got a significant suspension, but like I don't care whether he got a record or not. Like the guy came across the ice and attacked the wrong and straight up attacked the, the wrong player. It wasn't even a hit. Like mm-hmm. how does how how does that only supposed to get six games? Like what kind of shit is that? That's a that should be indefinite. That that is David Perron getting away with things as he usually does. Because like I'm just like that, that that one just blows my mind. It's like how 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 does how does Dops not do more? Right. I I didn't know if there was like something else going on with Dops that you knew about, but yeah, and yeah, that whole that, affair that with that whole affair with 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 the that the, the, the um, uh, hit that hits and that yeah you know, that uh, that got good Goodbrinson the um uh, suspension for the and and the aggressor penalty like for beating and for beating the ever loving fuck out of an unwilling opponent like well. The refs did that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is why you saw no one, even on hockey Twitter, which is usually a, having a, a haven people that would be appalled by this. Almost everyone was more or less on good brands inside on this one. <laughs> like it was unusually unified amongst a lot, of, amongst a lot, including among a, a, a awful lot of people who are usually serious pearl clutchers. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I don't like the way the refs are doing things in game at all. And and I, and, uh, and Dop should be dropping the boom to try to make up for that, but they're not. No. Nope. Is my problem, right? Yep, yep. You don't think the NHLPA has anything to do with this? The NHLPA has conflict of interest issues. Okay. Because this is a matter of of, of enforcing actions by players against other players. I have experience in this. Unions are not good problems involving two union members okay um the fact they're very bad at it right i just wanted to you know it seems like they they have a new guy in the nhlpa who is uh known as a little bit of a bulldog and could go after people and i didn't think that i didn't know if there was any relation between the nhlpa and dops well, I mean, Dops could easily be like scared of of of, of NHLPA because like NHLPA is involved in uh, to a certain extent in some of the appeal in some player appeals. I think, isn't it? Like, I think like, so. It's yeah, like it's like it's 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 an area that 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 the players' association should should sit the fuck down. Or, and I hate to say it because I understand why they're acting in defense of the player, but like. Mm, this is a case where maybe you should let the guy hang himself. <laughs> right. But NHL Dops just does seem to be like out of the picture for most of this year. And, and, and then the refs are just, I don't even know what's going on there. They're just bad at their job. I'm really glad and a bit surprised that for whatever reason, Pasta didn't get additional supplemental uh, discipline there because it was boarding. And Lindgren had a cut of some kind. So, uh, you know, he he didn't leave the game. He came right back in the third or whatever, the second, whatever period it happened. So I'm glad that that Pasta didn't get too much there. Uh, Did he deserve to get kicked out of the game? By the rule book? Yes. So yesterday I was checking and checking and checking Twitter to make sure that I didn't that something didn't get by me on that. Well, I'm sending pasta out. 
the, the, the game kind of fell apart. It did. Yeah. So Vince Trocek, Vince Trocek happened repeatedly. I forgot that he existed. He went to New York and I never felt like I heard from him again. Apparently you should. Uh, I'm not going to do it. Uh, yes, you are. Come on. You better try check yourself before you wreck yourself. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, for some reason, I thought we were going to talk about the time traveling dick wizard, but okay. I mean, he is an OG dick wizard um, uh, child. I believe he was one of the uh, one of the one of the Pittsburgh three. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> the Pittsburgh three. <laughs> I thought for sure pasta was going to get um, a fine. I, I didn't think it was going to be a suspension, but he's got nothing. I'm glad. I think that the five and getting kicked out of the game, that was enough. I'm glad that Lindgren wasn't further injured. I don't want to see people get hurt in games. I mean, Lindgren's like, he's got a chip on his shoulder for people who got to stay Bruins versus get traded for Rick Nash. Oh. I mean, like, that's the only explanation I got because, like, yeah. he's kind of a douche to have more than a few Bruins on ice, right? Like, there's a reason Pasta did that. Like, Pasta probably should be suspended just because there's almost certainly a lot of intent there. <laughs> the two of them have history, and Lindgren, I think, like, was fucking around um, a few other players. Uh, Patra, I think, is one for, for one. So you could say that he was fucking around and then he found out. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess Pasta made him find out, yeah. Well, you know, noted enforcer. David Pasternak. If I could say one thing about Pasto when it comes to penalties, he doesn't mind running into a goalie. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's gotten a couple of calls like that. I, I would assume most players get that call maybe once a year. I, I, and there's a couple times last year he had, it in, I think, in back-to-back games on multiple instances. But I don't think he he's a dirty player. I think he's just trying to score. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of hard to not get that a fair bit of those penalties if you're a goal scorer, or at least a multifaceted, or, spe- or or especially a dirty goal goal scorer. Like okay, if you're an OV or something, and you're scoring from the OV spot, like okay, fine. But like, uh, I mean, of course, it he got uh, a lot of heat against Carolina years ago because he ran into Anderson and knocked him out of the the series. Well, that was Anderson's fault for being in the way. Clearly, I'm just gonna say it's just like when 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 you're when you're faced with that kind of greatness, get the fuck yeah. out of the way, man. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're not gonna come to me uh, and and expect me to be um, especially sympathetic to a Carolina Hurricanes player. <laughs> if there's one guy okay. I'd be sympathetic, it would be Anderson because I think the way he was treated in Toronto, they shit him downriver, and then he, well, he's. And he's, I think, out all, all year this year. He's uh, injured with injuries. But um, oh yeah, they're they're actually doing a PTO with Aaron Dell right now. So apparently, the first PTO with with with, with Halak didn't go didn't work out. Then no, no, it did um, not. They but yeah, like they're all on top of that. They just waved Bronte yesterday, right? So like, what the yeah. fuck's even going on there? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not upset about it, but um. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's interesting. It really intrigues me. Like I'm not. I don't want to trade every goalie. I don't think the team, the Bruins, will do it. There's enough teams out there that want goalies. Like, okay, you genuinely got to wonder if if these calls are coming and what and what the offers are. Good example why you don't trade any of the any goalie right now is against the Rangers. Bruins were outshot twenty two to thirty four. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it seems like Swayman and Ulmark routinely are having like, oh, this is a game of a season. Game after game after game after game. Yeah. Do you want to burn any of those goalies out and rely on a backup? Like, I, I I, don't. No, no. I mean, like, I'm just saying it's like at this point, it's like you got to be wondering if there's a few teams trying to like back up a truck in front of Sweeney's house here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So let's say let's let's just have a little fun. Hypothetical oh, yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. If Carolina said we want one of your goalies, okay, which one so would you we, give them and what probably, would it take? Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, it has to be Elmark. Yeah. Okay. It unequivocally it, it there I as far as I'm concerned, it, it would be foolish to, to have a deal involving Swayman based on just ages alone. Yep. Okay. 
Same, um, I agree. And let's let's go to Carolina's roster. Who 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 we getting? Because you could ask for the moon, basically, right? You you have a lot of leverage here, and he's playing when you disciplined Vezina last year in playoff. Like this is if you were going to do this, and again, still not advocating for it, still don't think it's a good idea, but you gotta wonder about what's come up what where the frick is this is completely hypothetical. We're not doing anything. Yeah. I mean, last time I checked, I'm not the GM. Canes, well, we're just seeing Tay Horstica. They have Frederick Anderson on 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 uh well, we only have an IR because they have they have a bunch of a bunch of cap space. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's, uh, I think, out likely all season. Yeah, I saw something that maybe February was possible, but they have no idea for a while yet. Right, yeah. So they could probably do do it without without sending a roster player up back for one thing. But I wonder if you can get Coochie. Essentially, they're starting goalie right now. His nickname is Coochie. <laughs> oh, okay. Kachekov? Yeah. yeah. So he, he's, got the, he's got one of those weird deals that have been signed in recent years. It's long and cheap. Four years, three more seasons, three seasons after this one at two million each. I mean, you get Coochie, a first and a second, and and the Bruins goaltending is set for ever. Just looking at their uh, reserve list and stuff, just to see if I if there's a prospect I'd want over a uh, over one of those picks and which one I would replace. That oh, I have no clue. I mean, this would be productive, but they got. Alexander Nikishin stewing in the KHL for another two years, but they they probably wouldn't they wouldn't trade him for that. That would be a that would be a one for one trade mm-hmm. if you could be if you could make it happen. He is there, but he is their top prospect, and it is not close. Would you want to get a center back? Sure, Seth Jarvis, but I think he's too young. Uh, maybe uh, Natchez. Yeah, I don't know. Do either of them even play center right now? Hang on, let me go to the depth charts. Oh, God. I didn't realize Martin uh, is he's still 24. He's he's been playing in the NHL forever. Yeah, so neither Jarvis nor Natchez play. They they're, they're listed as as, as their wing and center, but they uh, they both have only played wing in any time particularly recently. So you'd be betting on one of them becoming a center for one thing. What about Kokaniami? Nah. Okay. <laughs> that's not that's. So like, there was a stretch there where it was like big news that he was producing, but he's still only half a point a game. Mm-hmm. He's still young, but yeah. Well, I mean, how much of that is like just like I the mean, team not being very good around him? <laughs> I was to say like Carolina doesn't score. There's no one. I mean, but neither does Boston. To me, he, he strikes me as one of the guys like, oh, this is the year he breaks out. No, this is the year he breaks out. No, this is the year he breaks out. Yeah. He's solid. But I, I don't think you trade. If you're, yeah, if you're giving up Olmark, you want something good. Yeah, really good. Uh, yeah, Frederick Anderson has the blood clots yeah. issue. Ah, I forgot about that. So that's why that's really just like unclear timelines there. Mm. It's like the only time I ever hear about blood clot issues are with hockey players. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Well, you know what? This is something we can think about in the future. Well, there's like four teams that are realistically could be using goaltending. Like if, if if someone if someone's if someone actually gave you a compelling offer, then you let others know that so and so was given this offer, which means that okay, at that point you're shopping them. You could probably run that up a bit. So what are we looking at? Like Edmonton, Edmonton, L.A. Um, L.A. is so good right now, though. I wonder if they would even that'd be like a trade deadline kind of thing. L.A.'s amazing despite I mean, their goaltending. Devils. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, I think the Devils' problem this year is that they had Andrew Burnett on their coaching staff last year after he didn't get the job with uh, Florida, mm-hmm. and they had like an awesome year. And then he went on to be the head coach of the Predators now. So no, yeah, Andrew I mean, that's Burnett. That's not going well, but that's but, but that's just because he's got nothing to work with there. Oh yeah, he's got. <laughs> it's true. I don't. I don't get what Nashville did. You you bring in O'Reilly in the off season, but you're also trying to have a youth movement. But like you're also like carrying a lot of dead cap from the two centers you just about disposed of too. Right. I just don't. It didn't make sense to me. But I'm not a GM. Nope. Uh, Barry Trotz is that GM. The only the mm-hmm. second GM in their history. So. That's a his problem, not a, yeah. an hour problem. Look, this is how I look at it. 
unless you're really, really, really going to give us a lot of stuff, I'm not getting rid of either of my goaltenders. Oh, agreed. Agreed. I'm just, that's, it's just, it was just a conversation that needed to happen, I think. Yeah, as, fun. as a market develop may develop, you know. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you obviously are not going to ask for Sebastian Ajo, but you want a really good player to come in. Oh, you know what they're running? They're playing Tara Vinen on their fourth line. He's a pending UFA, but like, it's like, oh, of course we have uh, a left wing. Give me fool. Give me five. Give me Timo Tima Maya. No, that, well, he doesn't play for them anymore. Nope, 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 nope. He's uh, with the Devils now. Yeah. In little Switzerland. It's a fun place. I think the goalie tandem is the, the wave of the future. I really do. I th- I think that we pointed that out. It's the wave of the future because why the are you going to... The thing is you do have to keep have, making sure you have someone that can slide into the second spot because like you can only keep keep both two goalies paid well and happy for so long. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I mean, like, the Bruins already facing that next summer. Like, the one-year deal with Swain, and I understand they did, need, did what they needed to do, but, like, it's it's, it's, a, it's a problem. <laughs> All right, that's a future problem, not a now problem. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's going to be hard. To, it's going to be very difficult to pay him less than $6 million next summer, that's all. <laughs> but by that point, Ulmark will have, like, one year left, right, on his deal? Yes. So... Ulmark will be easier to trade if it comes down to it. I mean, he'll still have like, I think he still has like a 10, 10 team. No finding, out, finding out, finding out 15 team trade. No, no trade list next. Okay. Year. All right. All right. I was off, but that's okay. It's only if it's only different from one, it's, it's a 16, no trade right now. Right. Yeah. This is like the silliest like evolution I've ever seen. It's like, Okay. It's Man. almost as if his 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 agent was like, "We need one more term on this no trade clause." And he's like, "Eh, whatever. Just make it a 15 team no trade. I'm not that concerned. I've got to go take care of the kids right now." <laughs> because that was his big thing. He was like, "Yeah, I I didn't really worry about it. I let my agent take care of things because I had to take care of the kids that morning." <laughs> Hey, I like to hear about a dad who's active in taking care of his kids, as you should know, Jeff, because you are very active in taking care of your child. So, you're like, look, it's great. They don't get all the time in the world to do it during the season. So he takes it seriously in the summer. Marry that man is what I'm saying. And he's already married. So it's okay. I don't think it'll be hard. Uh, The Bruins can can think about that then. But the Bruins will have a lot more cap space to be thinking about other moves, too. I mean, there's also the uh, increasingly difficult to answer question of what do you do about DeBrusque and how much does it cost to do whatever it is you do? (laughs) God damn it. He's making a very bad case for himself right now. I mean, like he's playing so well for the most part. He's just not putting anything in the net. Right, right. I am very impressed by his play away from the net. He he is playing such a way that an extension would basically be more years of what he's currently being paid. His history with a goal scorer suggests it should be more. This is going to be a problem when negotiations take off or you get serious. Right. I, I, I'm kind of thinking he's playing in such a way where the Bruins aren't going to offer him a lot, but another team will. Yeah, that could happen. Because every team's thinking this of, oh, it, we we can make this guy better. Because that, that that if you're if you're in management, that's what you're thinking. Because that's what you got to do. Well, it's like what they've seen what he can do next to the right center. It's just the yeah. right center is not here anymore. Right. Maybe they think they've got that guy. And people say, what's up with the Like He's not playing with Marchand and Bergeron. That's what's up with him. And he's also usually in the second unit for the power play. Yeah. Or- he is a high-end support winger. Mm-hmm. It's what he is. He's. I'll tell you. Taylor Hall. I'll tell you one thing right now. If Edmonton showed interest in him, I think he'd be gone. Daddy. I mean, a high-end support winger, there's nowhere better to be than in the oh. top six at Edmonton. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. But also, that's where his fiance is or his girlfriend, maybe fiance is. So it's home. 
but also you could play with McDavid. I was gonna say like he's you are instantly McDavid or Dreisaitl's winger, and like that's good work if you can get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would want to play on either side of either of those two. Sure. So I hate to say, and you know, actually, Edmonton really could use themselves a well-rounded winger too. You know, who act a well-rounded scoring winger to go to compliment Hyman. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, we now that we've had something like, oh, he's going to walk. The Bruins might not even walk him. He's going to walk, isn't he? Only time will tell, and we still have a lot of hockey to be played. We do, we do. Well, let's not get sad about this now. But you know what? In a way, I hope that if it is a place, it is Edmonton. He has a lot, a lot of things that would make him very happy about that situation, playing and home. One last thing that I wanted to say. Oh, okay. So I'm listening to the ho- hockey show this weekend. Only thing worth listening to in 98.5. You can get it on the podcast form, Spotify, other places, whatever. A guy has the gall to call up and say, Patrice Bergeron was overrated. And really, if you look at his goals, he compares to some guy whose name I already forgot. And and we're just sitting there. Glenn and I are both like sitting in the car listening to this and we're like, what the fuck? You're not comparing Patrice Bergeron on how many goals he scored with anybody. You're not comparing like arguably the best two-way player, two-way center with just a guy who scores goals, right? Where do they like, 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 like does that, someone actually think that, or like, the, the, I, have, I feel like sometimes the callers of radio, sports radio, almost have to be plants. This guy should have called into Felger and Maz because honestly, Ryan Johnston was like, I don't even know where to go with this. This is not the kind of call that we take because they, yeah. they had, they, the calls they take are people who call in to talk about what the Bruins are doing right now. They'll talk and they'll say like, what's going, what I've been hearing this stuff about trading a goalie. I've been hearing this. What do you think? You know, so you get a chance to talk to Judd Surratt, Bob Beers, the guys who play the, uh, who call the the games on the radio. You get to talk to uh, most weekends. It's Ty Anderson who writes about the team is around the team and Billy Jaffe, right? You're not going to talk about stats necessarily, unless, you know, you're talking about goalie stats or whatever. You're not talking about like all time stats. You'll talk about player impact and whatnot. So this guy was a fool. He he definitely sounded like he should have called into Velger Mask. Perfect there. So I don't know. I just I like how how can you be so dumb? I had never watched hockey before 2013 really seriously, and I I could immediately see how important Patrice Bergeron was to that team. That first round uh, of that year of 2013, when he when he scored the the comeback goal and then the fight, you know, the overtime goal. <laughs> Seriously, mm-hmm. and those are just instances where he he, he scored goals. Uh, Honestly, you know, that's a problem. Just... Like if they ever decided to do a Bergeron um, uh, statue, is his most iconic scene there. Um, I mean, you'll get a Marshawn statue out of it too, but you also end up with Sagan. Sagan. That that photo of the three of them celebrating, I know that's it was so great. Too. It is it's the most so perfect great. hockey image ever. It's just yeah. yeah, that's why it's like if you do a Bergeron like a trophy statue, it has to be that right. Like it's not quite flying Bobby iconic, but it ain't that far off. Please have Reimer on the ground in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Spread eagle. <laughs> For the longest time, that was my brother's pro banner picture on Facebook. Now. Oh, this is lame. It's a picture of him and his wife at his at their wedding. Uh. <laughs> it could have been this, but now it's just this lame wedding photo. Yeah. To be fair, like it's actually been there was this wedding photo since they got their wedding photos back. Oh, yeah, October 27, 2018. Wow. That was a long time ago. They're old now. Old married people. With a kid. With a kid. Yeah. Can you believe it? All right, we should probably look into the future and think about the games, the limited games that are being played until Christmas now. It looks like we have, gosh, that break looks like it's so short. Yeah, um, it's, we not, have, it's not not a big one. <laughs> well, we got three games coming up this week. 
Do you want to do okay. them or do you want me to do them? Yeah, okay. So, uh, first game of the week, that is tomorrow, that is December 19th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, at home. <sighs> it's the Miles. It's the Miles. The Miles who've already fired their coach and they hired Heinz. Rhode Islander. Yes. Who's, who's the about as mild like like I'm just like what do you think about the teams that coaches that Heinz has coached? Um not long well. rebuild New Jersey and then Preds? declining and and then declining Nashville. Yep. Yep. Only thing I got for him is he's from Rhode Island. Yeah. And he just feels like a very mild coach. Yep. Like he's not a bad coach. He's just also no good. And eh. he is completely <laughs> he's completely bald, so he can enter the Uncle Fester contest that we have going between Jim Montgomery, Derek Lalonde, and now John Hines. Is Derek Lalonde Lalonde? I think or something. Yeah, yeah. The, the Detroit's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I mean, he wins it. He wins. Yeah, he, he does. He really <laughs> does look like Uncle Fester. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you got to have competition, right? Yeah. You got to have competition. You That's just true. give to him. Yeah. So. All right. So, what's going on on Thursday? Uh, no, uh, Friday. Oh, boy. On Friday, they take a trip to Manitoba to play the, play the Winnipeg Jets at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, That's wow. the game for Manitoba, isn't it? They're mountain time. No, no, Manitoba is central. Oh, oh never are. mind. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. I, I should have known that. I didn't. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um. um so and then, uh, then the second night, and the second night of a back to back, they just dipped a little south there and uh, play the wild, play the mild again, seven p.m. Eastern. At least it's all over within four days. Yeah. But like, just in one little marathon stretch there. Fuck. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. It's like this. Just a lot of paint drying hockey. Yeah, I don't really like it. And, and like, I know they're not an uninteresting team on on ice, but like, no team interests me less just in general than the Jets. They're just they're just they're, they're just nothing. You nothing them. Yeah, I, I genuinely not nothing them. Yep. I, I am a special kind of indifferent about the Winnipeg Jets. Actually, yeah. Every well, we're only playing two teams. So, um, yep. Yeah. All the teams is very meh. Yeah, I'm not very excited about this next little bit of uh, of games. Um, and then I guess we'll do the first. I'll mention the first game after Christmas because I suspect we're not going to get we're not going to record until after that one. And then on the 27th, they get back at it, 7:30 p.m. Eastern time at Buffalo. Okay, I I'll watch that game. Oh. oh. You know, I'm glad that Tage Thompson's back. I think he's a good kid. I hate seeing him out. I know it sounds really weird to say that about teams uh, that are going against you. But, you know, the truth is, like, you kind of want to see your team play against the best of other teams. That's how I feel anyway. I mean, sure, sometimes I'm really glad when, like, some player is out. But and it seems like it's a good guy. I don't like his name, but that's his parents' fault. That's not his. So, yeah, I um well, I, I will tell you that I will be in Newport until January 2nd. Oh, cool. I mean, all I have That's to really do cool. Is bring a microphone and yeah. laptop. It's, it's all easy and stuff. But yeah, so we'll figure it out. So why don't we just wrap up the show, guys? And then there you go. OK, um, you've been listening to Barely on Topic. You can find us wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. We're at Barely on Topic Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Barely on Topic. And of course, you can always follow our individual Twitter accounts. Uh, I, for one, am at Dr. Hand Grenade. I am at Nick Baggio. And shout out to Twitter listeners or whoever looking for a Gen 1 Boxster, Porsche Boxster with over 100,000 miles. Hit me up if you're selling one. Okay. Yeah. And I am at. Um, happy holidays to everyone. And uh, that sounds so happy. I'm so sorry. Happy holidays, everyone. Good job. Yeah. I'm at Merry happy Christmas, holidays. You filthy animal. <laughs> 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 I, 
Um, I just want to say at this time of the year, it can be hard for some people. Um, lack of lights, uh, various holidays, and sometimes we're not all up for it. So I am there right now. I'm trying my hardest. I know some people don't have it easy either. So I'm thinking about you. I hope you're thinking about me. We're all going to get through this. Happy New Year. Dot org. Also known as FEA from RI. Um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was real. I, I couldn't tell if you were still giving your, your fake Twitter name or ending the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, um, Why not both? I forgot that she was giving her fake, her, her, yeah. her, her, um, uh, fake, which is the best way, a best bit. You gotta, the best bit, you forget someone's doing a bit halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes back around on you, right? So, but, but the funny thing is, is like, I usually don't remember my Twitter handle at all. And like, there are times where I'm like, I'm at VA for, or I'm like, I'm at DJ. Nope, that's not the one. <laughs> Uh, so because you is... say random bullshit every time <laughs> <laughs> but don't we like that yeah we all like yeah. that we all like that everybody knows where how to find me so i think i said something nice this time so there word there we go 